Um, I, I actually didn't get tired of the, the gimmick. I mean, Did, what's didn't the, the you nice feel like you of... were just staring at vector graphics too long? Like that was kind of my feeling. Here's the thing. I really, really like staring at vector graphics. <laughs> there's something. There's you chose some... the right line of work. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 512 with a review of Searching. I'm Christopher Schneezy. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. Uh, this week, we are talking about the film Searching. Um, it is a film that takes place completely on computer screens slash mm-hmm. device screens of, of different types. And... Uh, you know, this is not the first of these type of films, uh, but whether or not we've seen these type of things uh, might factor into what we thought about this film. So um, we start off by uh, asking each other, or I can ask you, Stephen. Yeah, um, please, I wish you would. <laughs> have you seen any of these other films like uh, Unfriended and Unfriended Dark Web or any, or any other simply on a screen type of property in the past? Yeah, I actually haven't. To my knowledge, this is the first movie I've seen that is... A hundred percent on a computer screen. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen those horror ones. Even things that were just like filmed on different screens, like Unsane, the Soderbergh iPhone movie. Yeah. Like I haven't seen that either. Um, so I I went into this like where that concept was. The idea wasn't new to me, but the experience of watching it was new to me. So yeah, had that, some, that some might like, factor in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some novelty of just the medium itself. Right. Um, yeah, uh, for me, I, I haven't seen Unfriended or Unfriended Dark Web or those films either. Uh, but I have seen one thing that was a completely on desktop slash iPad slash whatever. And that was like an episode of Modern Family that aired like in one season where like you're right. The whole episode was yeah. just on top of screens. Yeah, like I think that. I saw that, too. Yeah. Um, so that that's where I'm coming from. My only choice of comparing this to other things is that episode Simpsons of Modern Family. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 we were kind of coming in fresh to this genre. Uh, I'm fuck his name up, but Timur Bekbembatov. Uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's going to be producing like a million of these films. Uh, but by the time we get to the end of the episode, uh, we, we might say whether we're going to watch all million of the ones that come out. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is a, it's a fun idea, so we should probably start talking about it and hopefully it was fun. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a listen to the trailer for searching and then come back and give you a review. Hey, dad. Hey, sweetheart. Where are you? Study group. I'm going to go all night. Oh, one more thing. I want to know about the final you took today. I'm Margo. I'm 15. Student. 911, what's your emergency? I'm calling to report a missing person. Okay, who is this regarding? My daughter. I'm the detective assigned to your daughter's case. I need to know how everything unfolded. Understood. I think we're gonna go late, like, all night. One, after a study session, Margot didn't return home. Margot Kim, school has her marked as absent today. Two, she didn't attend school on Friday. 
My daughter is in a lesson with you right now. Margot canceled her classes six months ago. And three. She's been transferring funds for the last six months. We'll handle the ground investigation. But as a parent, you can help us with who your daughter talks to. Is that something you can do? Yes. Do you mind answering some questions for me to help? Did Sierra eat lunch alone? On Thursday? Every day. You don't think she's involved with anything serious? I know my daughter. We're not really that close. She has friends, right? Kind of. Why did you invite her to study group? I'm trying to get into Berkeley next year. When was the last time you saw her? She did not run away. Local team has been missing since last Thursday. She made a transaction of $2,500. I know my daughter. Where were you the night my daughter went missing? I know my daughter. Look into her behavior also. She gets a fake ID. I know my daughter. This is her keychain. She was my best friend. You broke his jaw. I know my daughter. I'm trying to help you find my daughter. I didn't know her. I didn't know my daughter. All right, so that was the trailer for Searching. Uh, basically, it is a story of a, uh, a man whose daughter goes missing, and he, in attempts to figure out where she is and what's happened to her, kind of digs into her computer and starts trying to connect with uh, friends that she knows from school and uh, tries to sort of like reverse engineer um, the steps that she took um, the night she disappeared and try to find out what happened to his daughter. Uh, Stephen Miller, what did you think of Searching? I thought it was okay. <laughs> um, so here's here's what I'll give it. Like, And again, I haven't seen other movies of this genre, so I'm aware that this is not the first of its kind, but I think it's at least the first of its kind that even ostensibly wants you to take it seriously. I think that's true. Like the other ones were very clearly like horror flicks, right? Like they were, they were meant to be kind of like slashery. Um, yeah. And I think that that's like one big Skype conversation and like, yeah, it's th this right. at least is doing a little the, more. The, this with is experience. meant to be a thriller and you know, John Cho is obviously a recognizable lead to be in it. So I feel like, I feel like this is maybe getting attention as the first quote unquote serious version of, this genre um and like i think on one hand it's kind of it's both high concept and very obvious and dumb <laughs> I, I think <laughs> i don't even mean that as an insult even though i said dumb like kind of jokingly but it's this weird thing where you could imagine like only on a screen how we interact with others this is all we are going to get like that is a very like heady experimental kind of idea but then the way that it plays is very clearly like targeting like crowd pleasers and going for like easy jokes and trying to like build up tension in a very kind of normal mainstream way so there's this weird thing already where it's like i don't know when to give it props and when to be like mildly annoyed but one thing i do want to give it props for is the opening is yeah. very much like up um i think is a clear touch point where it it opens with a windows screen already i was like why are we doing why are we in windows <laughs> I'm already out of the movie. <laughs> Nobody uses Windows. Um, like, why is it so pixelated, you know? Yeah. Um, and then that winds up being a very, like, lovely little montage of the, like, ebb and flow of a family, you know, from the family's inception all the way to, like, the, the death of the mother, which I think is in the trailer. So hopefully that's not a spoiler. Yeah. I, mean, I felt like I knew it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, um, I mean, you, yeah, you, you kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that I think was a great example of what this movie knows how to do well, which like it's taking raw materials that 
are kind of tangled up in concept so much that it's hard to like take them at face value, right? Like you always see the concept in front of it, uh, but it does pull real emotion from it. Uh, there are other examples too, like there are moments of seeing um, his daughter in a kind of live cast to no one talking about her feelings that I thought it was like very heartfelt and personal. John Cho does a surprisingly good job, like giving a performance given that he's meant to be accidentally on screen while like FaceTime points at his head most of the time. Yeah. Um, I think he does really well there. And just in general, it is good at building emotion. And I think what, what I latched onto at least wasn't necessarily the thriller aspect, but the like emotional undercurrent that it was trying to pin the thriller with. Like, do you really know your children? How does it feel to lose someone? Like how, how can we be so connected, but so disconnected? Like, I, I think it tackles all of that really well. I also think the thriller is fine. Like it's good in parts. Um, it definitely like built suspense well, though there were a few moments of like a cursor very slowly moving to click a button that kind of like I didn't <laughs> I didn't buy that. Like that didn't work on me <laughs> in those instances. Um but yeah, I don't know. In in the end, like even though I think like it executed pretty well, there's something about this concept, like the confines of just being in that screen, that like two hour two hours in, I was kinda like I'm ready to be done with being on a screen. You know, there, there's something where there's a rep repetitive nature of like, there's only so many ways they can make this interesting. They can show me like an audio waveform while he's on a voice call, or they can show me him FaceTiming with people in a way that starts to be like, nobody FaceTimes that much. And then like on that varied number of platforms. Um, but I don't, after a while, it just started to feel a little repetitive. So I, I do respect this movie. I respect what it was going for. I think it is very impressive that they managed to pull it off, even to the the degree that they did, yeah. making like a, quote, serious film with heart and actual tension out of a concept that is like this stifling. But I also, it felt like it outwore its welcome. And like at the end of the day, the the actual thriller plot felt very predictable to me. Like, even if I didn't call these specific twists everywhere, there's, you a, know... moment, there's a moment halfway through where I called it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, I was like, this is Steven's moment where he would lean to me and say something. I'll, I'll say I, I knew the shape it would take. Exactly. I didn't know like exactly how those curves were going to happen, but I knew yeah. like, I knew where it was going to go. Yeah. But I, and I think that the movie also knows that the premise is thin because by the end it's leaning hard on like news footage and other things that are like, technically we're on a computer screen. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. only technically. It's, yeah, know? it's it's it suddenly becomes like the screen is now the audience audience surrogate for yeah. <laughs> us watching the newscast on. Uh, I mean, all they had to really do is have it be like YouTube Live TV or whatever. Right? Mm -hmm. They could have done it so it's not a pastime moment where you're watching it. But. Yeah, I also do want to say that there are a couple instances of staging where like different cameras are set up and like different ways of trying to show off things that I didn't buy at all like i think some of the conceits work better than others and there were definitely there was a scene involving the brother like him talking to his brother that i like wanted to end faster than it did because it just felt like dumb i i mean i i think what's happening in that scene and the way it resolves like it's definitely it goes from one thing to another really quickly and i i think that that builds for a really long time but it is a lot of tension and release mm -hmm. um, that I think is worth that journey. Yeah. It just could have been maybe cleaned up a little bit to, mm -hmm. to tighten up that moment of of where the conflict begins to arise and how he approaches um, beginning that conversation with them. 
Yeah. So I will say, though, the number one thought I had while watching this movie is I wonder how Chris feels about this movie. <laughs> so why don't you why don't you tell me? Yeah. Uh, so Carson Patrick uh, sent us a group text message uh, the other day, uh, a group I message, whatever. And uh, I forget exact exact words. Um, I don't have my phone open right now, but it was something like, I mean, we can all agree that this is going to be Chris's favorite movie of the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, well, while I can't say it's my favorite movie of the, the year, I definitely think I liked it more than you did. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought this was a, a really interesting film. Um, as I said, my only comparison as far as watching screens, um, walk, watching footage that is screens, uh, would be that episode of Modern Family, um, which was fun. And like, But that was more like, isn't it funny that we're doing this? And this is more a film like trying to tell a story in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a lot to make the story exist outside of just the screen um and it's it's really interesting i mean uh, i mean first of all that opening scene is amazing um not only is it emotionally impactful but you get to see like the various operating systems yeah. they go through and their transition from yeah, like pcs clever. to macs i was macs. even gonna like, lean over and make a joke of like and in the end in the modern day it's gonna be a mac right yeah. and then it happened and i was like you na- like you nailed it yeah yeah but, it, but it, it's it's just the way they show that transition of like this is the family computer and then we have two different logins and then like later on there's different things where he has to dive into um there's emotional moments where like he's just searching for his daughter but to get information that he doesn't have access to he has to access certain logins on the machine mm-hmm. that maybe haven't been accessed for years or not years well, like a year and some mm-hmm. change um but like it, it's there there's like emotional stakes to like when you uh, like, th- there's a funny bit in uh, the Big Sick where a phone has to be unlocked, right? And like, there's this like, it's a humorous like, oh, this is creepy, but I have to do it because I need to accomplish this goal. Mm-hmm. And in this film, it's really emotional of like, ah, oh, I have to go in here because I need to do this because this is important, and yeah. like, I've literally locked this off for an m- amount of time, and I'm just going back into it. And I think it's it's it's. It, it just I was surprised how much heart is in this film and that it's not just this crazy suspense thriller. It's this story of a family that's dealing with grief. And like, I don't know, I, I think that this, this film takes a concept that is just kind of fun and kind of elevates it to a level of like, it's fun what we're doing, but we wanted to tell a real story and like make you feel something in the course of it, which which was cool. I mean, I, I don't think that necessarily the the... Like, the journey is better than the destination, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know that, like, this is clearly written to be crowd-pleasing uh-huh. and not w- written to necessarily end with the type of emotional hit that it could. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's like, like, the spirit of the rock is in this film, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way of saying it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Like it, it's still I, I, that that didn't take away too much from me. But I think that kind of allowed, or it it, it didn't allow this film to elevate quite to the heights that I think it could have. Um, I I actually didn't get tired of of um, the the gimmick. I mean, what's didn't the, the you nice feel like you were just staring at vector graphics too long? Like that was kind of my feeling. Here's the thing. I really, really like staring at vector graphics. <laughs> there's something. There's you chose something, the right line of work. <laughs> there, there is, there is just something about a giant, super crisp character on the screen that I, I just visually. And didn't it bother you that the fonts seem like lower res than they should have been in the modern operating systems? Well, so, so there, there is, there is some. I mean, shit's being blown up. I, I, I thought it was nice, but I also like the, the. Uh, 
the artificial digital grading that would happen where it's like they'd be in a call and it'd suddenly just get chunky and then clear up again. Like yeah. there was, there was a lot of attention to detail. Like, sure, there was. Uh, even when he's like he's at work, so he's not going to be on a PC and <laughs> he's going to use this like gross Windows chat client. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a lot of fun things. Like honestly, the thing that bothered me the most is <laughs> is is our leads. Uh, Terrible window management. Oh yeah! <laughs> like I was like, oh, this hurts me so much. Why? Would he also you lay leans out your on the like Finder that? search features more than I feel like normal users would use. Yeah, but I mean, what are you gonna do? So. But I, I learned some new things about like Mike or uh, about Max, like OSX. Like I learned that you can hide something from search results. I didn't know you could do that. Before. Oh yeah, that was the thing. This was a I nice know. little like advertisement for the features of Finder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought all of that was really fun. There was like the only. The only thing I didn't like, uh, which is somewhat of a plot hole, potentially. Not really a plot hole, just a mechanics hole. He spends a lot of time in his daughter's login once he's recovered that. And then he's having these calls on the desktop with uh, the investigator, the detective Mm -hmm. woman. um, Which means he's calling her from his daughter's number. Like... I don't know if he's switching back and forth. I can't tell. Or I guess once he unlocked it, then he could just yeah, go back to his computer. Yeah, he used his own. All right, take yeah. it back. Um. I think there are definitely plot holes in terms of, like, I, I don't want to ruin anything. I would think... <laughs> the five versus two days. <laughs> one of the first things you would do in this situation is go through the inbound text messages of the phone. Yeah, that was a little silly. Yeah, there, um. there's some kind of weird routes there some of the kind of shoddy work is explained later so it's okay i mean i I think at that point in time he's already found out that the people who would have been texting her she never showed up for Mm -hmm. so i think that he kind of understands plus he sees like a thousand text messages come in when he first logs in as her Mm -hmm. um so i can understand why he thought maybe there isn't important information there Mm mm-hmm uh, wh- one of the things that I really, really like, too, is that process of getting into those accounts. Mm-hmm. Like, it really, I mean, first of all, fucking put a password on your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> your password should not unlock yeah, what are you, you doing? Open. Come on. Um, but it does, it, it does, like, it's a good way of showing, like, I think, like, younger people who don't really care about password management and stuff like that right now, mm-hmm. seeing this film, realizing that, like, oh, shit, my parents could just walk over to my laptop and just get all my yeah, shit. It's really like that. a PSA for using one password. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's the thing too is is um, I mean, minor spoilers, I guess. Like the way he can recover her password is because they originally set up her original account mm-hmm. when she was young. So like the recovery email is one of their emails. Yeah. So it's like that. And sort that of... is very realistic in that I thought through my own email history. Yeah. And it is definitely true that I have my Gmail which is backed by an old Yahoo mail, which was backed by my parents' yeah, yeah. email account. Got to fix that. <laughs> yeah, it is it's super crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that there's, there's a lot of fun things in this film, a lot of attention to detail, and, and the, the journey of kind of, like, I, I, I even loved how good of a detective he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he sets up a little spreadsheet and, like, puts all, like, he's taking, like, photos of people and, like, putting, like, last... Like, I, I just... I really enjoyed his level of diving in and trying to solve this mystery himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked the the humor of it. Like, it had a lot of fun at the different types of characters that would have been her friends and the way they interact online and, like, the, the douchebag who's, like, 
sending eggplant emojis and stuff and the like the friends who pretend like they don't seem to care at all until the moment it becomes like useful for them to seem to care and yeah, yeah. I, I thought all that was funny there's a lot of good gags i think like it is impressive that a movie made the audience laugh this much at just the words Bieber concert. Yeah, yeah. Um, confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was good. I just so I can't shake the thing you mentioned of like this was written to be crowd pleasing. Yeah. So it doesn't go the places that it could have gone. And I like I just really wanted that movie. I, I wanted the movie that is like soulful and not the rock, like not needing to have this packed with the audience. Cause I think the the more impressionistic bits of just like, like watching Margot on UCast or whatever it's called, or like looking through her Instagram and like, you're getting a sense just through these little snippets of what her life was like and yeah. the pros and cons. And I feel like that's a really interesting idea of a movie that could just be a little less literal and could just like live in that world longer and let us absorb what she is like without also having to have like this grand murder mystery and all the, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, what was just real fast. What was the moment you talked about cursors moving really, really slowly. Was it the comparing of the Tumblr photo? Yeah. And the you guess. Yeah. Like we get it. He's like, Oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> this is the same pond. <laughs> cause, cause I think like a good pointer for future movies in this format is to go that, I'm, I'm going to take back the word found footage and apply it to like found art, like the idea that you're using things that feel just realistic and aren't necessarily made to like narratively tell a story that directly. Yeah. I think this could do really well. Like I, I was thinking about a, a documentary last year, the year before I like called camera person, which was a, she was a documentary like camera person and editor who like just took spare footage from her last like 10 or 20 years and just cut it up together and made a movie that was just like impressionistic about like all the places she'd been and the sort of people that she'd interacted with. Yeah. I thought that kind of thing is very, um, to me, like profound, like just seeing how people behave and just like thinking about humans being humans. Yeah. yeah. And this movie gets at that in little snippets, but then it goes like off into very, you know, B thriller territory and the, the B thriller territory. I just couldn't, couldn't care about that much, but still, Mostly props. It's it's fun. Whatever. Yeah. Does it deserve ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes? No, I don't think it deserves that. But well, I mean, I mean that, it, that's just like most people who saw it th- thought it was not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it does does deserve that because I I don't think I don't really imagine seeing this and actively disliking it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there will be people that do, but I I think this is the type of film that like. At, at, at worst, you'll probably like. I'm pleasantly surprised how engaged I was watching this film. Yeah, because your bar is kind of low for the gimmick, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I I do think though it's still most of the time I think it understands how young people use technology very well. Like, yeah. I think this is a movie that is in the know. Like they use the right networks for the right things, and like generally it it seems to reflect understanding of 2018. There are like a few cases. I can't even remember specifics, but where, like, the illusion is broken for me, and I'm like, oh, you're a fucking gimmick. Like, (laughs) there are definitely a few places where I'm like, nope, nope, that is not what would have happened right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, But whatever. Suspend disbelief and enjoy it. I I did not dislike it at all, and I thought I was going to dislike it. I was, like, actively... This was the bottom of my list of things that came out this weekend to see. 
We, and, al- we almost didn't see it, and then you were like, "Oh, it's doing pretty well." Yeah, like, I saw it. Yeah, was doing, I was gonna see yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it was doing well, and I and I texted Chris because I just wasn't expecting that. Right, I expected this to be like a, who knows, like fifty percent territory or whatever. Yeah. Like blah blah blah, another another computer action thriller, and it, I, I was interested in seeing what the hype is about. And I get, I get it. I, yeah. I get it. And I, I think, too, like, just, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I, I think, like, the motion graphics work in this film is great. Like, they they could have gotten away with so much less interface building, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But they're just like, no, nah, we're going to, like, make the shit out of everything. We're going to make yeah. sure there's always something moving or pan and scanning, like, around the screen. <laughs> uh, is, your, is your daughter missing? <laughs> Vic? You told me she ran away, Vic. Vic. You told me she ran away. You can cut that. <laughs> I was just doing that for you. I thought that was like one of the worst acting moments in the movie. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, uh, cell phone ringing uh, interruptions aside, I, I, I just I really appreciated the amount of work that went in to making sure there were things active and moving on the screen Mm -hmm. or even sometimes when like, so as you said, like uh, he always has just FaceTime up on his computer as a launched application. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, (laughs) Side tangent. There's a scene where he's just clicking the red X on all of his applications. And I was like, you know, that shit's still running, man. But Uh, then I was like, wait, he's a dad. Like he he probably is letting those things run. Yeah. I believe that too. That's why his use of the computer mostly worked for me. Cause it's like, yeah, Uh, dad would do that. (laughs) Now would mom have still been on windows in 2016 or whatever? No. Uh, Well, who knows? Uh, But anyways, yeah. yeah. So I I think just in general though. um, Yeah. Yeah. So I was, sorry. So what I was going to say is that there there were times when like so we know that he just leaves the, the FaceTime window open all the time and there are times when like you're watching the action of him in the FaceTime window but there's other windows on top of it and it's mostly obscuring it but mm-hmm. it's just enough to give you something visually to yep. watch while he's in the, like I just I just really liked like the directing of where to put windows yeah, on the I screen Yeah I think like the window really cool. choreography or however we would want to say it yeah. is very clever like they give you little slivers of like half of his face and there are a lot of times you feel like it's just a static screen, but there are definitely like slow pushes into places and like there is motion in the camera, even though you're stuck yeah. on a desktop screen. I, I think that was done well. Like, it, And those, those could totally be things that were done in the editing room. Where it's like, oh, this shot is just too static for too long. Mm. Well, why don't we just uh, zoom in a little bit? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I'm sure they were. Yeah. A part of me wanted to believe that this was filmed like with a real desktop and someone actually navigating the mouse, though there's no way. Like, yeah, yeah, no. they would never do that. Yeah. This would be, like, the Victoria <laughs> computer found footage movies. <laughs> just a single take. That would be <laughs> fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Like, live performance art. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we're going to beat it, Steve. We're going to do a, a found footage, r- real-time, only-on-computer screens film. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> It's just us doing this podcast right now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I think, again, this is someone tying their hands behind their back with this idea and saying, what can I do within this? Yeah. And that fact is impressive. Like, they, they do a lot with it. I just, I, to me, there was still like a limit as to how much I could enjoy it because they did it for fun. Like, they tied their hands behind their back because they wanted to, you know, so... I can only give so much many props for like doing well with the thing that you decided you had to do. Yeah, yeah. But I, it was it was fine. Definitely, by far the best one of these I've seen. Yeah. So uh, that there like 
back to my question at the beginning of this film, uh, there is an article on SlashFilm.com where uh, basically Tamur is going to like produce like 14 more of this style of film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the number before you get tired of these, Stephen? There's not a number. It has to be a variety. Okay. If they are doing like heartfelt indie style versions of this, sign me up. I'm like, like I'm on board for it. I don't know that this makes me want to watch like the next slasher film or the next like thriller that comes in this format. I think like the limitation of the screen is a thing where for very intimate stories, it can work really, really well. Like I think this movie is at its best when it's at its most intimate. Yeah. Um, for stories that can't be intimate, I don't know. So my number is three. <laughs> my number is we've passed it already. Three. I'll, I'll say three. I, um, I'm up for three of these movies. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably continue watching them as much as I can. Uh, I don't know how often these are going to start coming out. Uh, we might get like one every couple of months. I don't know how long it takes to make something like this. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely down for this format. I know that uh, found footage was a thing that I latched onto when it happened. Uh, single location things are things that I've latched onto. And yeah. I think that this kind of combines both those things. And I'm willing to go a long way <laughs> to it. But that's the thing is this film has set a bar as far as interface building <laughs> and mm. you better fucking make your shit like super interesting and compelling. Yeah. I don't want like six frames of people on a Skype window and you're just like somebody do something in one of these. Like it has to be something that like captivates me and brings me in. And mm-hmm. I think this film succeeded. I would like to see darker stories, maybe mm-hmm. um, stuff that kind like of like a dark web. <laughs> Thanks, Steven. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think that it would be nice to, to, to you know, go all the way, go all the way, kind of like take us to some territories that, uh, you might uh, be upset by the end of the film. I, I forgot to mention another comp. There was a moment in this movie where they use Google Maps navigation to build suspense in a way that reminded me of how that movie Lion two years ago oh. tried so hard to make <laughs> using Google, Google Earth, Earth yeah. be like, again, you know, good on it. They tried, but it, I yeah. kind of chuckled at that. Like, that one is not working for me. Yeah. Also, it, it, like, it, it was a feature that I knew existed, but I don't put in custom destinations or anything into mm-hmm. Google Maps. And it did make me go like, I could totally put all sorts of shit all over the place and it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I also like, I, again, keeping an eye on detail, I feel like he went to Reddit at the precise moment he would have discovered Reddit. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. By the way, I've had a FaceTime window up this whole time just to see what it feels like, and the answer is not good. (laughs) (laughs) It's very distracting having your face while you're doing stuff. I don't know how John Show does it. Yeah. Well, half the time he was just pacing back and forth behind his computer. That's true. He wasn't actually on it. Yeah, Um, and he keeps his FaceTime on while he sleeps, which is kind of weird. But the screensaver was locked in on, so... um, Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is kind of creepy, though. Especially if you're using like one of those Google things that like auto answers when it's like people, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh. um, but anyways, what do you say, Steve, when we get to verdicts for this film? Sure. All right. If you're going to give this a must see record with a caveat, wait for rental, pass the caveat or must avoid. What would you give it? I was hovering between a rental and a recommend. I'm going to go. I'm going to recommend like it, it does what it wants to do far better than i would have expected um i still think there is a huge limit to this form and i think when you strip away the emotional elements which are its strong suit what you're left with is like a fairly middling thriller um but it it was entertaining it was a thing i haven't seen before and you know i was i was amused so go see it caveat i don't think this is like 
particularly great or powerful. Like, I'm going to judge you a little bit if it actually makes it into your top 10. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fine. It's pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, Really what you'll judge me on is what I bump out of the list (laughs) to make it... (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to give this a Requiem to the Caveat. Um, I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this film for what it did um, and just for how it accomp- like how it went through doing what it did because it totally could have put in less effort than it did. Um, and I give it a lot of props for that. Um, I do recognize that this isn't the greatest thriller ever made. Um, I do also recognize that this film might be the top of what you can do with this format, um, which is not boding well for the format. Uh, but... <laughs> I, I love this film for what it was. I walked out of this film going like, well, I walked out of this film panicked because I had to get to the next film, which is going to be in the feed after this one. Mm. Um, but I, before I checked the time, I was like very happy that I had seen the film and that we didn't pass up on it. Um, so yeah, that, uh, that is our review for this film. Um, Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, people can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. People can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so in Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning, or you can like us at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com, or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Searching, so hopefully you're enjoying that. And uh, yeah, that is uh, this episode. Uh, We're going to take off and we're going to record a review of Madeline's Madeline. So hopefully you are going to be prepared for that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. I would say go watch the trailer. Uh, The trailer won't save you. Nothing will save you. Nothing will save you. Something about like being the cat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you in a bit. Bye.